Good morning, good day, good evening. This is DJ Sparza on Radio Sport at radiosport.online on the 14th of February 2022. This is Daily Sports News. Sunset blush, midnight lover. Indeed, we've had to wait till sunset and then had to wait till midnight to witness the greatest show on earth. 
Super Bowl. Super Bowl. We're going to be talking about uh, advertisements. We're going to be talking about um, halftime show. But perhaps tomorrow, this time, we're going to be talking about, about football. About football, about the confrontation between Los Angeles Rams and Cincinnati Bengals at the state-of-the-art stadium in Los Angeles, SoFi Stadium. What a beautiful piece of art that stadium is. 23-20, to 20, Los Angeles Rams beat Cincinnati Bengals. What do they say about winning championships? They say it's the defense which wins championships. Uh, obviously, offense is for the glory, but uh, defense wins championships. And they were right. All these analysts uh, who were pointing to the fact that Los Angeles Rams have got the greatest defense on earth were right. And Aaron Donald is inevitable. The most dominant defensive football player of his generation stood tall on the biggest stage of all. Donald and his defensive line mates turned the tide of the game as the offense flagged and they did not allow Joe Barrow to escape the pocket. They stepped up um, and made plays and uh, they defeated Joe Burrow. The Rams sacked Burrow a Super Bowl record tying seven times with Donald and Von Miller each netting two quarterback takedowns. Trailing in the second half, the LA offense couldn't gain any traction with three three and outs over the third and the fourth quarters. But Donald and the defense put a stranglehold on the Bengals offense and they allowed just 11 net yards on four Cincinnati drives. Donald would not be denied. He generated seven quarterback pressures and this included five in the crucible of the second half. Donald said for weeks all he has been missing in his award-winning career is a Super Bowl title. And it was fitting that the final Bengals snap came with Donald tossing Burrow like a rag doll as the quarterback desperately tried to make a play. With his MVP-worthy performance, the dominating defender got to finally hoist the Lombardi trophy. Aaron Donald, he should have really gotten the MVP award, but it was offense instead who got that. Matthew Stafford, he is now the Super Bowl winning quarterback. He spent his uh, the whole career in lowly Detroit Lions, no chances to ever get to Super Bowl. And then he decided that he would go to LA on a blockbuster trade between Los Angeles Rams and Detroit Lions. Jared Goff went to Detroit. Matthew Stafford went to Los Angeles. He had a solid start yesterday uh, and uh, connected with Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, but then that offense came to a screeching halt in the second half after Odell Beckham Jr got a knee injury but uh, in the final drive of the game the quarterback threaded a dart to Cooper Cup over the middle between defenders to get into scoring range, range and they had to go for it for a touchdown because they were trailing by four points so touchdown was required then there were problems with Cincinnati defense they were flagged a number of times in the red zone but Stafford hit Cooper Cup on the back shoulder to put Los Angeles Rams up for good culminating a 15 play 17 in 79 yard touchdown drive it marked Stafford 36th fourth quarter comeback win which includes regular season and playoffs this is the most by any quarterback since he was drafted first overall in 2009 
This game will become a Stafford legacy. He made some incredible jaw-dropping throws, particularly to OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr. And OBJ came to Los Angeles mid-season. He was unwanted in Cleveland Browns. He couldn't connect with Baker Mayfield. Initially, he was drafted by New York Giants. He was a star of that team. He couldn't get any trophy with New York Giants. So he went to Cleveland. Then he was discarded by Cleveland, went to Los Angeles and shone on the biggest stage in American football. But he got injured, got, in, got a knee injury. So then Stafford had to rely on Cooper Cup and he delivered in that 79 drive, 79 yard drive uh, to score a touchdown and to get a win uh, for Los Angeles Rams. Joe Barrow and Bengals offense came up uh, shy. Joe Barrow played well, but he uh, could could do with a better offensive line. Throughout the season and the playoffs, the offensive line couldn't really protect Joe Burrow. He was pressured by defenses all the time. He was sacked so many times that he even couldn't remember. But still, he was not making any mistakes. He was going down, but was patient. And when he did have some time, he connected with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. But... Burrow was pressured on 42% of his dropbacks against the Rams, the second highest in his career. His average time to throw was just 2 seconds 40, 41. Uh, 2 seconds 41. This is the fourth lowest in Burrow's whole career. He wasn't getting rid of the ball quick. He was being hammered. But when he did have some time, he connected big uh, drives, big throws to Jamar Chase, the rookie, and T. Higgins. But the pressure kept the Bengals' offense from putting the Rams away when they had the chance to do that in the fourth quarter. The Cincinnati offensive line allowed a sack on 17% of dropbacks. This is a really, really Really dismal statistics for the offense. Cincinnati will have to do something about the offensive line because such talented quarterback as Joe Burrow cannot be as unprotected as he was during that Super Bowl game. On the other hand, Bengals' run defense played really well and then they smothered the Sean McVay scheme. The Rams kept banging their head against the wall. They wanted to run the ball, but uh, rushed the ball 23 times only for 43 yards, an average of 1.9 yards per carry. This is really, really low. And if you take out a Stafford scramble and a cup handoff, that drops to 19 carries for for 30 yards. This is 1.5 yards per carry, which is really, really bad statistics. Sean McVay was adamant, was stubborn, wanted to run, but that run didn't get him anywhere, and he had to rely on Matthew Stafford to deliver him the win, which he duly did. One cup a cup was enough for the Los Angeles Rams offense. Beckham knee injury threatened to derail the overall Los Angeles uh, offense, but uh, uh, when they only had Cooper Cup, he delivered. Rams were missing Robert Woods, missing Tyler Higby, and Cooper Cup was the only one who was remaining. But he converted a key fourth and one run on the game's pivotal drive. Then he caught a dart from Stafford over the middle for a 22-yard gain and another for aid to get inside the 20-yard line. After getting blasted in the end zone on a play offset by penalties, Coop drew a cup, drew an interference calls, and then two plays later he was catching the back shoulder pass from Stafford for the game-winning score. Uh, even with the Bengals um, able to roll coverage his way, Cup still found ways to get open. It was an incredible performance by Cooper Cup, and he deservedly won the MVP award for the Super Bowl. Even though Aaron Donald probably deserved that as well on the defense. 
in the loss for Cincinnati Bengals. Still, uh, T. Higgins and Jamar Chase uh, had a really, really good game. And on the other side, there was uh, Jalen Ramsey, one of the best cornerbacks in the game. Uh, Jalen Ramsey had to decide who to cover. Uh, The answer was mainly Jamar Chase, a 60% of routes which were run by him. But the star corner took his turn all around. Still, Higgins went for 100 yards and Jamar Chase added 89 yards on five receptions. So Ramsey played well and still this was the worst statistically game in his whole career. That's how good Higgins and Jamar Chase were. So uh, incredible performance by the rookie Jamar Chase and another star wide receiver for Cincinnati Bengals. Sean McVay became the youngest head coach to win the Super Bowl. 36 years, 20 days. Mike Tomlin previously held that title after winning Super Bowl uh, at 36 years and 323 days. Matthew Stafford went for 10 of 12, passing for 140 yards and two touchdowns with Odell Beckham Jr. on the field. But once Odell Beckham was injured with knee injury, he was only 16 of 28 for 143 yards one touchdown and two interceptions so certainly OBJ helped Stafford in the first half and he was missing and Stafford was missing him badly in the second the Los Angeles Rams have been accused of trading away their future to build a team of superstars. They brought Von Miller, they brought Odell Beckham Jr., they brought finally Matthew Stafford, but their fans are unlikely to care when the present looks that good. Six years after the team returned to California, after about 20 years in St. Louis, the Rams are Super Bowl champions for the second time in their history. The last uh, title-winning team was led by top turbocharged offense known as the greatest shown on turf. This victory was a lot grittier, but just as welcome. I can't say enough about the resilience of this team, Rams coach Sean McVay said after the game. Guys stepping up when they had to, and it's going to sound like a broken record, but that's what makes this team great. That's why they are world champions. Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford arrived in Los Angeles last March after spending the entirety of his career in the football wasteland of Detroit, but managed to get a Super Bowl and Super Bowl ring at last. The power of Los Angeles Rams was just too much for Cincinnati Bengals and Kanye West was probably there. Uh, The song Power for Los Angeles Rams, the Super Bowl champs. Century, doing something mean to it, do it better than anybody you ever seen. Do it, screams from the haters, got a nice ring to it. I guess every superhero need his theme music. No one man should have all that power. The clock's ticking, I just count the hours. Stop tripping, I'm tripping off the power. And the schools closed, the prisons open We ain't got nothing to lose, motherfucker, we rolling Huh? Motherfucker, we rolling With some light-skinned girls and some Kelly Rollins And this white man world, we the ones chosen So good night, cool world, I see you in the morning Huh? I see you in the morning This is way too much, I need a moment No one man should have all that power The clock's ticking, I just count the hours I'm tripping off the power
voices in my mind, but couldn't open up my own vault. My talent like creativity, purity, and honesty is honestly being crowded by these grown thoughts. Reality is catching up with me, taking my inner child, I'm fighting for custody. With these responsibilities that they entrusted me, as I look down at my diamond and crush the peace, thinking no one man should have all that power. The clock's ticking, I just count the hours. Stop tripping, I'm tripping off the powder. Translation with a whole fucking nation. They say I was the Obama nation of Obama's nation. Well, that's a pretty bad way to start the conversation. At the end of the day, goddammit, I'm killing this shit. I know damn well y'all feeling this shit. I don't need your pussy, bitch. I'm on my own dick. I ain't got a power trip. Who you going home with? How you doing? I'm surviving. I was drinking earlier. Now I'm driving. What a bad bitch is Angeles Rams who beat Cincinnati Bengals 23 to 20 in the Super Bowl at the state of the art stadium of SoFi in Los Angeles. In Europe uh, we do not have such uh, great stadiums but still there were a number of quite interesting games being played on the continent over the weekend. We'll start our review with Saturday games and the shocking defeat of Bayern Munich at Bochum, four goals to two. It all started uh, pretty usually with um, Bayern Munich uh, scoring in the ninth minute when Robert Lewandowski scored his 25th league goal of the season. So it looked everything business as usual. But uh, Christopher Antoine Ade scored an equalizer less than five minutes later. And he got the host back into the game. After which, Jürgen Lokadia scored in the 38th minute. And uh, uh, that uh, score from the penalty gave a lead to Bochum. Uh, two goals to one. Another goal arrived in the first half when Christian Gamboa uh, brilliantly scored into the top corner two minutes later. And it was not over yet because Gerrit Holtman curled another great goal into the net just before halftime to stun the champions. Four goals to one, Bochum were leading at halftime. But obviously, there was still time for Bayern to come back, and we've seen Bayern coming back from such. Uh, deficits a number of times. Lewandowski did score again, but only 15 minutes 
from time and that was too little uh, too late because uh, but by that time uh, Julian Nagelsmann did not have uh, enough uh, in firepower to over uh, overturn the deficit uh, and Bochum held on to a famous uh, win four goals to two Uh, this defeat, um, which is the Bayern's fourth league loss in the season, does not affect their position in the league that much because they remained on Saturday with nine points clear at the top because Borussia Dortmund were playing on Sunday. Hertha Berlin continues their woes this season when they lost against the last place Greuther first two goals to one. Whereas Borussia Mönchengladbach, the team from North Rhine, eased their relegation worries when they beat three goals to two Augsburg. Wolfsburg won at Eintracht Frankfurt, surprisingly two goals to nil, and Freiburg came back to draw with Mainz one goal each. Bayer Leverkusen continued a good form by beating Stuttgart four goals to two in the late game on Saturday. On Saturday in Italy, the most important game was played at Napoli, where the hosts were playing against Internazionale for the top spot in Serie A. Before that game, Inter were leading Napoli by just one point, and uh, Lorenzo Insigne scored early for Napoli after a soft penalty was awarded to Napoli. Insigne had his problems with converting penalties. This time, he shot really hard at the goal, and Handanovic did not have a chance, even though he guessed. He guessed to the right. He guessed right, but was unable to stop Insigne a goal. Um, Internazionale came back. Back, uh, came roaring back in the second half when Jacko, uh, with a, a fortuitous uh, bounce, uh, he managed to get uh, a goal back. So it was one all. Into assistant coach Massimiliano Fari said that. Uh, We were not uh, worried when we were seven points off the top and we won't be if Milan overtakes us tomorrow. We only have one big game left against Juventus, but we must face every match in the same way. So Inter still very much uh, concentrated on getting that Scudetto, but at the moment, uh, having uh, drawn against Napoli one goal each, they were obviously letting other teams in. And Milan, obviously, uh, Juventus and Atalanta were happy with that result at uh, Napoli. Lazio beat Bologna three goals to nil. Uh, but uh Um, but in the big game of the day, second play, first uh, as uh, Napoli uh, host Inter, knowing that victory would take them two points clear uh, by having played a game more. Villarreal uh, captain Raul Albiol was joking about uh, coming together with uh, Real Madrid's Vinicius Jr. during their 0-0 draw, saying that if he did intentionally elbow the Brazilian, he would have drawn blood. Uh, so he was sent off. Uh, the referee had none of that. Albiol joked about that later on, but uh, that foul was evident and he was sent off. Still, um, Villarreal was able to hold on uh, to a nil-nil draw against Real Madrid. Uh, Atletico Madrid, on the other hand, managed to beat Hetafe four goals to three, a number of goals, an entertaining game. Uh, and... Uh, Mario Hermoso gave Atletico Madrid that victory with uh, the late goal. Uh, in games played on Sunday, it was Barcelona who managed to uh, salvage a draw through a De Jong 96th minute uh, header. Uh, they were playing against Espanol, the local rival, and it looked for a long time that um, Espanol may beat Barcelona for the first time in 16 years. But then Adama Traore, who came from Wolverhampton uh, to Barcelona, provided a brilliant cross, uh, and uh, the substitute, Luke de Jong, rescued a 2-2 draw for Barcelona. Uh, Xavi Hernandez and his side will now move back to uh, La Liga fourth place and uh, this would mean that Barcelona would be able to participate in the Champions League next season, which is obviously welcome for for the uh, Barcelona fans. They are now on 39 points, a level with Atletico Madrid. 
Real Betis uh, kept their uh, fine form with a 4-2 win against Levante. And Milan in Serie A used the chance to climb to the top of Serie A after beating Sampdoria one goal to nil. After Rafael Leal proved uh, uh, that uh, his strike uh, proved decisive in that win against uh, Sampdoria. In the late game, Danilo scored a stoppage time equalizer to rescue a draw for Juventus at Atalanta, and uh, that and, and Juventus a point that could prove crucial, crucial to the, the top uh, for ambitions of Juventus. The Brazilian headed in from a corner in the 92nd minute, cancelling out a long-range thunderbolt from Ruslan Marinovsky. Marinovsky uh, came on uh, to the pitch in the second half, and it was a do- good decision. By um, the Atalanta coach, uh, but then Danilo, who earlier got a yellow card and will be disqualified for the next game, managed to uh, redeem himself by scoring a goal for Juventus uh, Turin. Roma were playing Sassuolo uh, earlier, and Sassuolo they were looking to go for three points, but uh, Brand Cristante rescued a point for Roma in the 94th minute uh, header uh, from the corner. Uh, that uh, ball crossed the line, and uh, uh, referee got the signal that it, indeed it did, uh, and Roma rescued a point, which was obviously a welcome result for the Jose Mourinho team after Roma squandered the early lead. <coughs> Excuse me. Roma uh, are not in a great uh, form at the moment, and uh, Jose Mourinho obviously is complaining about his players. Everybody is guilty except for him. I wonder how long that saga is going to last for Jose Mourinho. He's providing nothing to the team that he coaches recently. Probably he will go, he is going to be fired sooner or later. In Germany, Borussia Dortmund managed to get a 3-0 win at Union Berlin. And this way they managed to cut Bayern Munich's uh, de- deficit to Bayern Munich's lead to six uh, points. It was Marco Reus who scored twice for Borussia Dortmund. Now it is important that we also enjoy the win, Marco Reus said after the, the, the game, that we were able to let out all the frustration we built up in the last game and during the week we had a very, very restless week. This is, uh, uh, I think, uh, Marco Reus was referring uh, to the loss that they suffered uh, at home to by Leverkusen, five goals to two, which obviously met with a lot of criticism from their fans and media. In Ligue 1, Arkadiusz Milik scored with a spectacular overhead kid, kick to hand Marseille, a late 2-1 win at struggling Mets on Sunday, and Marseille consolidated their second place. So Arkadiusz Milik was in the lineup and he uh, rewarded the coach for putting him in the squad by scoring a spectacular goal. So Arkadiusz Milik in good form, which was is going to please the newly appointed coach of the Poland national team, Michniewicz, who will be preparing the team for the all-important matchup with Russia in the playoffs for the Qatar World Championships. All in all, this was the weekend for the underdog, for Bochum, the team from North Rhine, who beat Bayern Munich four goals to two. A spectacular win for this team. This will be remembered by the fans for a long time. We dedicate them a song by Kasabian, Underdog. I'm 
barroom brawl See the local loves a fighter Loves a winner to fall Sabian and Underdog for Bochum who beat, who beat Bayern Munich four goals to two. There were some good games also played at Premier League, although uh, one game was rescheduled, uh, the game between Chelsea and Arsenal. Why? Because Chelsea were playing for the Club World Championship against Palmeiras and beat them two goals to one. Lukaku scored in the 55th minute and uh, Vega equalized in 64th and then Havertz in 117th minute uh, which is in extra time uh, through a penalty it gave Chelsea the World Club Championship. The Blues beat the 10-man Brazilians to win the trophy for the first time. Chelsea can now say they have won uh, the lot. Uh, all of the cups under Roman Abramovich they were determined not to fly home empty-handed this time and 10 years on from losing in the final of the club world cup to corinthians this time they celebrated the world club championship for the first time and it was Havertz who gave them that decisive goal. In Premier League, though, there were a number of other games. Obviously, they were playing for the the first place, trying to catch Manchester City, although it is quite difficult to do so because Manchester City is not stopping in their quest for the next title. This time, they beat Norwich four goals to nil. 
through Rahim Sterling Hattrick, 31st, 70th and 90th minute. Phil Foden added another one. Norwich seems to be doomed for relegation this season and Manchester City obviously continue their good form. Burnley were playing against Liverpool. Liverpool uh, playing a catch-up game with Manchester City. They were hoping not to repeat Manchester United's fate when they went to Turf Moor and only managed to get a draw. Uh, they couldn't hold on to one or 1-0 lead. This time, Liverpool uh, provided uh, the win to their fans. Fabinho scored in the 40th minute and uh, Burnley were unable uh, to equalise. So Liverpool continues pressure on Manchester City with 11 points behind, but still that uh, um, with 9 points behind, but still that uh, advantage remains at least constant. <clears throat> Newcastle continued their good form uh, after the new year. Remember, they've got the new owners. Amanda Stavely would have been happy with that 1-0 win against Aston Villa. And uh, Newcastle got out of the relegation zone. They've got new owners. Amanda Stavely was the broker of that deal which brought the Saudi Arabian owners, state owners, state fund, uh, pretty much uh, headed by the Prince Mohammed bin Salman who is accused of murdering, of ordering a murder of Jamal Khashoggi, the um, dissident and Washington Post journalist in Istanbul. Uh, but still, uh, Saudi Arabia and their fund are owners of new they brought in Kieran Trippier from Atletico Madrid and he's repaying uh, that investment to his uh, hosts. Uh, Kieran Trippier scored a goal in the 35th minute and in the previous game he also scored. So Newcastle uh, won uh, nil against Aston Villa and the fans of Newcastle will be very happy with that result. Uh, unhappy uh, will be Tottenham who were playing against Wolverhampton uh, yesterday and Antonio Conte I think he uh, has has squeezed out everything that uh, is possible out of this team but there's nothing left. Wolverhampton beat Tottenham uh, two goals to nil Raul Jimenez uh, he was scrambling in front of the goal in the sixth minute and uh, provided a decisive strike. Leander de Donke in a similar situation in the 18th minute scored another one and Tottenham couldn't come back uh, with uh, their players uh, Son Jimin and uh, Hurricane probably the only ones that uh, that Antonio Conte can rely on they pro probably already quite tired they play every minute of uh, that season and you cannot win uh, a fourth place guaranteeing a Champions League with just uh, two players that's just impossible and uh, Daniel Levy will need to uh, will need to invest in the club in order for them to uh, be in Europe next season. Leicester City were hosting West Ham. Uh, Leicester, uh, they were not in a good form recently and they were hosting an inform West Ham. Uh, Jared Bowen scored uh, early for West Ham and then Yuri Tielemans uh, from a soft penalty uh, scored uh, against uh, Fabianski who guessed uh, right but uh, was unable to stop uh, a decisive strike from Tielemans uh, then uh, and a pretty good goal by Barbosa Pereira uh, he scored a header into the top corner Fabianski couldn't really uh, do anything about that uh, and when everything looked that Leicester may get three points uh, a corner and then Craig Dawson scored a goal to equalize for 2-2 but that goal was scored with the hand and it is amazing how VAR and the referee were not able to spot that and awarded West Ham and a goal that they did not deserve eventually so a point for West Ham undeservedly taken to London Leicester City will be quite unhappy about refereeing especially in that last minute. In other games, uh, Crystal Palace uh, were held to a draw by uh, Brentford, nil-nil. Brentford still obviously fighting against a relegation. Man United only managed to get a, a draw against Southampton, one goal each, even though Jadon Sancho scored early, but then uh, Che Adams equalized in a in a usual for Southampton fashion, one goal each, and uh, the woes of Man United continue. Uh, Watford were beaten, well beaten 
beaten by Brighton, uh, two goals to nil. A good game for Jakub Moda, the Polish international, who had his chances to score his first goal uh, in Premiership, but was unable to convert. Everton will be happy with a 3-0 uh, Leeds United win. Uh, Everton with their new manager, Lampert, uh, had a, a roller coaster ride recently, but uh, were able to score three goals against uh, Marcelo Bielsa team and pressures on Marcelo Bielsa. Leeds United, who were so good uh, in the previous season, now they have to fight. They are pretty close to relegation now and not uh, in a good form and the draws are not doing the trick for Leeds United. Let's uh, take a look at the table where Manchester City obviously sits, sits uh, comfortably on top uh, with uh, quite an advantage of nine points uh, over Liverpool. Uh, but they Liverpool have got one game in hand, so perhaps they could get a little closer to something like uh, six points and it will look obviously a little different. Chelsea uh, are third on 47 points, uh, quite, uh, uh, quite uh, behind now Manchester City with uh, what... Uh, about 17 points behind that's uh, that's an advantage that uh, Manchester City should not squander against Chelsea but Liverpool still they have to be reckoned with West Ham still fourth on 41 points but uh, 25 games played already Man United for some reason they're still holding on to the fourth place to the fifth place Arsenal uh, are sixth but they've got to two or three games in hand with on 39 points Wolverhampton in good form recently uh, 37 and then Tottenham uh, sitting in eighth position having played 22 games but only 36 uh, points so um, Tottenham with um, uh, Antonio Conte with the current squad uh, they are probably rolling in the deep just as uh, in Adele's song Adele obviously is a fan of Tottenham but probably not very happy with uh, the direction the team is heading uh, with no new uh, signings no strengthening of the squad uh, it's going to be impossible uh, for Tottenham to fight for the top 4 spot Adele rolling in the deep The scars 
Adele rolling in the deep. Tottenham Hotspur are rolling in the deep. They lost against Wolverhampton two goals to nil and they're not heading in the right direction. Let's take a look at Olympics, at the stories that are happening there. We had, uh, we had witnessed the twilight of Kamil uh, Stoch's career on a Saturday at the Large Hill. Kamil Stoch, who was not in a great form this season, still was fighting for his medal in what presumably is his last Olympic Games. He was well positioned, but then finished fourth. It was uh, Marius Lindvik of Norway, certainly in the best form of his life, who uh, had some really bad conditions on Normal Hill, but on Large Hill, uh, he uh, avenged his uh, bad performance in, at Normal, and now he is a gold medal winner. Uh, he managed to overtake uh, Ryoyu Kobayashi, who won gold uh, on, on the Normal Hill and was going for the double, but uh, was unable to hold on and ended up with a silver. The bronze medal belonged to Carl Geiger, who came from the sixth position into the third and deprived Kamil Stoch of his bronze medal. Visibly shaken, Kamil Stoch, he understands it's probably the end of his career at the Olympics. He was unable to get another medal. He will have another chance in the team event today, but his career probably will end as far as the Olympics is concerned. There was then controversy about the suit of Karl Geiger because it seemed in the pictures after his jump that the suit was really, really large and uh, it seemed that uh, Stefan Hongacher, the um, coach of Germany, was uh, going for bust when he ordered probably suits uh, to be too big uh, after the controversy in the mixed uh, event in which the Polish um, uh, judge disqualified five uh, skiers, five jumpers, uh, five female jumpers. Uh, but uh, there was a pressure on, on, on judges, pressure on referees, and uh, Hongacher was counting on it that they will not disqualify anybody at this time and that uh, that uh, risk paid off with uh, Karl Geiger getting the bronze medal. Some other stories in the Olympics in the 500 meter sprint of women. Uh, yesterday Erin Jackson becomes the first black woman to win individual winter Olympic gold and uh, uh, this was an incredible story because the 29 year old slipped in the trials for the US team uh, and uh, seemingly was not going to the Olympics uh, but uh, her teammate uh, gave up uh, her place in the Olympic team so that Erin uh, Jackson could compete. This was an incredible uh, gesture uh, of her teammate. Eventually it turned out that uh, Bo was still able to compete after another team gave up uh, a spot in the Olympics. The 29-year-old Jackson, a former, former inline skater uh, who made the U.S. team uh, for the 2018 Olympics after only four months on the ice, is believed to be the first black woman to win gold in any individual event at the Winter uh, Games. And it was a Japanese all-rounder, Miho Takagi, who finished a second and got a silver, even though she's supposed to be more of a 1,500 or 1,000 meter uh, skater but uh, he was able to hold on to the silver and then Angelina Golikova got the bronze medal. I wish I could describe how I feel said Jackson whose gold marks Team USA first individual speed skating medal of any color in 12 years and the first by an American woman since 2002. It's amazing. This medal means so much. It has been a tough couple of years and a tough beginning for this year. For this to come around like this, I am so happy. We dedicate her a song by Little Sims, the Little Sims introvert, introvert to Erin Jackson, the first black woman to get a winter a gold medal in Olympics. With Little Sims introvert, we will conclude today's sports news. Today is 14th of February 2022. The sports news are broadcast at Radio Sport and Radio Sport.online. And today's 14th 
February 2022. Yes, I said that already. DJ Spatza says goodbye.
The top of the mountain is nothing without the climb. Only the strong will survive. Only the Only strong, the strong, strong, strong. truth unveiled for the time. As you embark on a journey of what it takes to be a woman. <laughs> <laughs> 